And now time for our City Update, our new feature with uh, Lee Humphreys. Good afternoon, Lee. Good afternoon, Graham. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Okay, I, I believe you were at Cheltenham Races the other day, then. I was indeed, yeah. Right, yeah, you're, you're not looking any richer, though. I'm certainly not looking or feeling any richer. I was in my own sort of form of quantitative easing at uh, Cheltenham. <laughs> I wonder where your shirt had gone, actually. Exactly, I left it <laughs> What there. was the name of the horse? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a bit of a turbulent week since we last spoke. It really uh, has been. has really been that way, hasn't it? Perhaps we could start with the, I suppose one of the dramatic uh, issues has been the oil price and Russia versus uh, the Arabs. It's a, it certainly has been dramatic. I mean, it sort of all started about a, a week ago. In fact, we had we got off to a great start um, uh, last Friday. We had some unemployment data out of the United States, which was at a 50-year low. It was so unemployment in the US is at three and a half percent. Wonderful news, you'd think. And then there was a <clears throat> about this time last week there was a, a spat announced, uh, probably a bit more than a spat actually, between OPEC and uh, and Russia. Now between the two groups, OPEC and Russia, they clo- they control about fifty two percent, about half the the world's global oil production. And they're basically trying to reach an agreement because due to the uh, that that word again coronavirus um the economy's slowing down so they're basically trying to adjust production levels at the moment to um to how the economy to the demand of the of the economy um however and this was the real catch here is that they couldn't reach an agreement uh, and uh, as a result just on friday alone crude prices crude oil prices fell 10 percent yeah, because normally I know OPEC like to limit supply, don't they, to keep the price up? They certainly do, yeah. But they the are, Russians are wanting market share, presumably. They certainly are. There's also probably a lot of sort of um, geopolitical kind of manoeuvrings going on as well. Um, it is an old-fashioned cartel. Um, uh, OPEC control, I think, 40% of the world's production. It's made up of 12 uh, countries, and the largest amongst uh, those countries is Saudi Arabia. It controls just over 10% of the, the oil production. So these are two heavyweights uh, uh, duking it out together. Uh, and, uh, and and that led, after the, the fall on, on Friday evening, it led to a, uh, a 30% fall sort of Monday. So between the, between over a long weekend, really, Graham, 40, uh, there was a 40% price reduction in crude oil which is you know a huge, huge fall. Yeah. it's a huge fall so then uh, just behind virtue of the fact they're not able to adjust their production levels that's uh, been now there, there's some good stuff coming sort of our way as a result of it your your listener might uh, well have uh, uh, gone on to the forecourt in the last week and notice there's been a, a slight reduction the interesting thing here is that although we you know we may get a few pence here and there when we get onto sainsbury's forecourt or wherever um uh, that doesn't seem to correspond with a forty percent fall in the in the in the in the price of overall uh, of of uh, of crude mm. oil. Um, now, I did a little sort of investigation here. I don't know whether you notice know this, Graham, but fifty eight percent of uh, fifty eight pence uh, of uh, every litre is excise duty. Yes, the chancellor the keeps chancellor his money. Has yes, a yes. nice little dip mm. into uh, into yeah. our pockets when we uh, when we go mm. onto that forecourt. And then this is the this is the bit you'll really like is that not only is he not content with that fifty eight pence per litre, but he taxes that twenty percent VAT. So at the effective sort of tax rate on uh, on on your on your litre of petrol uh, according mm. to yeah, is is 50, uh, sorry 69 and a half pence so that's a huge sort of take just when you you know just to to fill up your car 
And of course, there's a bit of a lag from the crude oil being produced to it being refined and into the pump, anyway, isn't that, there? That, that is right. There's, look, there's an enormous amount of cost that uh, that the uh, that the producers have to uh, uh, take on in order to get that uh, uh, petroleum into uh, to that mm. diesel, that to petrol into our into our cars. So you know, there, there is uh, uh, there's a disparity between what the government takes and what uh, and what the uh, and the the yes. oil companies are, are actually getting from this. Anyway, the, the come come Monday, this led to a, a dramatic fall in the in the FTSE. Uh, FTSE was down about 7.8%, led by people like BP, British Petroleum, who you would have known on. And that was the worst single day for the FTSE since 2008, which was, of course, a financial crisis. Yeah, I mean, big drop. Interesting, because the United States, I believe I'm right in saying, is virtually uh, self-sufficient with its shale gas yes, and oil. Right, yeah. But the drop in the oil price is having an impact, of course, on the price of shale gas as well. It certainly is, yeah. The United States is, is sort of, depending on who you ask, is about the second or third largest producer in the world behind uh, behind mm. behind Russia. And a lot of it has been gained from this from this shale production. Mm. Um, it is, the, the, the problem is now is trying to get the, the, uh, the gas and the oil all out of the ground out from this from shale um, uh, in a cheap enough way and get it to market it's uh, it's a pretty complex um, uh, situation now we, we had the bank of england in the middle of the week mark carney one of his last acts slashing interest rates do you, then do you remember last week we mentioned this i think graham i think maybe mm. you and i in this in this sort of the interregnum between mark carney leaving and the uh, and the, the new guy taking over uh we mentioned that there was a good chance that the bank of england might cut rates by half a half a basis point uh, and they're obviously listening to brooklyn's radio <laughs> indeed yes. uh, because come seven o'clock on uh, wednesday morning mm. uh, that's exactly what they did they cut uh, rates by half a percent to uh, 0.25 percent not just b- barely above zero um and uh, and the the footsie's sort of like this it was up one and a half percent on the open about an hour later the FTSE open it was up one and a half percent buoyed by this you know this this has again we talked about the the, the net effect to the consumer about the oil price falling now when 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 rates are cut to those lucky enough to have a mortgage um, there's a good chance that mortgage rates will come down and therefore you'll mm. be paying a little bit to service that mortgage and of course loans as well you're you're the uh, what a bank can loan you money for that rate will come down as well so that was that was you know that was that was well received by the market and then as the afternoon progressed, of course, we had the budget. Were you listening to that, Graham? Indeed, yes, yes, absolutely. There were lots of further actions in there. There was. This was uh, this is our new Chancellor Rishi Sunak, mm. and uh, he sort of uh, he did this sort of big um, uh, did this big these big announcements of spending uh, and borrowing increases. So, and uh, as one wag we, uh, put it, uh, Rishi Sunak did uh, did uh, the first Labour budget for the last 10 years so yes. I get, <laughs> yeah. this was uh this was yes, this was um, yes yes where did austerity go to where yes. did it go indeed mm. now um this i'm not i'm not blaming the budget at all for this but, but as the day progressed on wednesday the FTSE 10 sold off so after a very strong start buoyed by the the bank of england cut we ended up uh, actually slightly negative on the day uh, ahead of yesterday's events which were quite remarkable indeed and uh, president trump didn't help um, well, you know, Trump is uh, an enigma to, to everyone, really. I mean, the, the, uh, we, we said about Monday that the uh, that um, the, the, the fall in the FTSE was the biggest since 2008. Well, it actually, that didn't actually qualify for even the biggest of this week because Thursday we saw the worst falls throughout the world since 1987, Black Monday. Now, this 
pandemic was uh, was uh, declared. It was just another pandemic Thursday, and uh, and we saw that at the end of the day, the FTSE fall by eleven percent. The but it, well, that wasn't even the worst performer. The the MIB index, as, as it's known as in Italy, fell seventeen one seven percent. Well, we all saw the headlines there about sort of all shops being closed except for supermarkets, uh, pharmacies, and I think uh, sort of uh, tobacconists as well didn't uh, close. Um, so that was down seventeen percent. The Dow closed down last night. 10%. Now, there was a surprise there, Graham, because it was, uh, um, there was an announcement by Trump midway through the day, and he added, uh, there was a, there's basically about, a, 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 I beg your pardon, the, the Fed added an extra trillion dollars, that's one trillion dollars, um, to overnight, with something called overnight lending, repo rates. Uh, and that was in addition to $500 billion that had already been announced. Now, this was this was slightly calamitous in the sense that $1.5 trillion have been added to the overnight repo rates this week, and still the market in the U.S., couldn't hold uh, couldn't hold positive territory closed down 10 percent on the day yeah indeed yes i think the you know the ban on uh, flying from europe into uh, the states excluding so, U- uk and ireland i think had a major impact certainly on that, sentiment it certainly did that that was exactly one of the the, the, the these airlines again we mentioned this last week uh, graham the mm-hmm. airlines are having a torrid time the travel companies uh, are awful um so yes you're absolutely right that 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 trump announcement was not uh, was not ideal for a lot of people um we also had an ecb meeting yesterday as well which basically upset a lot of people upset quite a few people yes the guard but, left the rates alone they did they they mm-hmm. left the rates alone but i do you know what i'm actually sort of in favour of this, because I mean, if, if uh, to put it mildly, if shops are closed in Italy, for example, what difference and, and, and rates? Mm. The, the the underlying reason for cutting rates is to get the consumer out and spending again. If the shops are closed, what are you going to do? You know, you're just going to be sitting on your hands. Very doing- true. It's not much point, really. You know, and the other issue because through my mind with in England now, we've only got point two five percent dropped go haven't we, <laughs> we certainly do. well m- in much theory more in theory actually you can have negative rates yes as, i know as japan has yes. uh, has shown us yeah. um and uh, so and that and that's uh, it's funny because actually we've had some to, you know if we move on to t- today we've mm. started very nicely i know we've been looking at the markets this morning graham but i've seen that the, the the footsie was up a moment ago about 4.7 percent on the day albeit obviously you know as i said we we had a, a hell of a, a sell-off yesterday uh, so the footsie was at 54.98 uh, the s&p's opened over in the united states of america that's opened up 3.8 percent higher uh 25.75 and and we've had some what a lot of people have been waiting for which is policy announcements we've just mentioned uh, japan they've added to their stimulus measures this morning we also had a rate cut out of china where you know you'd imagine it's it's needed more than most places um, and then a lot of there's been a lot of positive news flow, flow out of uh, europe as well germany uh, said they're ready to step in and uh, aid the economy do whatever is required mm. they're deferring taxes for corporations norway and iceland today have both announced uh, rate cuts as well we didn't predict those ones though graham I, i'm sad to say yeah. Um, but uh, so there was, you know, there's been a, a, there's been a lot then, and there's actually just about an hour ago, the EU said that they, the EU as a whole, have basically said they're ready to trigger a crisis clause allowing for fiscal stimulus. Fiscal stimulus just means effectively tax cuts uh, to to you and I. So you know, it's it's uh, it's the the, the, the we're going to end the week as it stands right now in a more far more positive frame than we began, and then looking forward, actually, if we look forward to next week as well, um, we've got to, in fact. 
even closer than that. This weekend, we've got um, uh, we've hopefully got a policy announcement out of the United States, whereby um, uh, not the Fed this time, but the uh, but the government in the United States are going to be an- announcing a stimulus that requires the likes of Nancy Pelosi. Have you heard of Nancy? Pelosi? I have indeed. Yeah, uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, and a guy called yeah. Mnuchin. I'm probably pronounced right. that completely. Right. Uh, are going to be, which is the Treasury Secretary, Trump's Treasury Secretary, are going to be thrashing things out together. There's a lot of bad blood over there in the United States. Oh, yes, I know this issue with the, uh, the Democrats, you know, uh, in the lead in the... And of course, we're in an election year as well. Indeed, that's going to be the very interesting, isn't it, and what impact it has on Trump, because obviously Trump has been uh, trumpeting his uh, success with the economy. He certainly has. So and he's is, losing that at the and moment. This, and this is one of the problems, uh, Graham, because we're in an election year, as you alluded to there, mm. and he's been trumpeting his uh, success with the economy. But all those, what he's, a lot of what he's been doing, a lot of his tweets have been saying the the um, that the 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 market is roaring ahead with Trump. Now, what we've seen now, as we've entered this what's called a, a bear market, which is essentially the market falling twenty percent off its highs, what we've seen is the all of Trump's gains since he's been off it, in office, which oh, is just over yeah. three years, have gone. They've mm. they've uh, they've disappeared. So um, you know this is this is makes it even more important. And you can see, but Pelosi on the Democratic side might be playing politics here. Mm. You might be thinking, why should I help Trump out, get get him re-elected, um, when I can basically just sit on my hands, be all, as awkward as I possibly can, and, uh, and 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 get our man into the White House come November? So yeah. there's a there's a lot to be there's a lot to play for, um, and then just uh, and then talk about next week as well. We've got uh, we've got the Fed um, meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday, and we're probably going to get another. Another rate cut on Wednesday in uh, in the United States. Some people even predicted one percent. Really, much as that. As much as that, and right. then we've got uh, the Bank of Japan. Hopefully, um, you know, going back to those negative interest rates we alluded to, uh, they've got an announcement on Thursday as well. So, we'll, we'll, all eyes will be on those as well. And I think I think well, I guess this may be the new norm for a while, but. Uh a reset until we get through this crisis maybe and it may be a few months before we're out of the woods well, we're hoping i guess not. We're hoping but i sooner. would imagine sentiment might improve if they find uh, china seems to be having a reduced number of cases now and seems to be beginning to climb out so perhaps if they see one country begin to recover they'll know the others will be over to do as so well the mood music in china appears to mm. have changed a little bit i think everyone's quite cautious about the data um and uh, and uh, it seems that the the, the rate in which um, um, uh, people are sort of perishing from this uh, mm. uh, virus is is definitely uh, uh, slowing. Mm. Um, but you know, people are. I think you know, initially a few weeks ago, um, there was a sort of change of regime in in China, whereby they, those people producing the data were moved on, and then we got some new sort of data people uh, mm. who came up with some more agreeable numbers. Um, so, as I say, there's some there's 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 there's, uh, there's cautious optimism in China, and hopefully, we can start seeing some uh, positive data out of uh, Italy in this on the same basis. Right, Lee, thank you very much for that uh, round-up of this dramatic week <laughs> in the markets, and we look forward to carrying on on the roller coaster next week.